Hello, hello, hello. I'm refraining from saying I'm back, but welcome back. (laughs) We're here once again. We are recording another podcast episode because the creative juices are just flowing because there is so much to express. And if you listened to the last episode, you know that I only provide when I'm in a state of overflow and I'm in a state of overflow right now. I have been in and out and in and out of so many spiritual lessons in the last eight months and they're not stopping anytime soon, but I am in this beautiful space of embodied action. I am in this beautiful space of integration has occurred And now it's time to show up as this version of myself that has been through the lessons, through the change, through the unraveling for the last little while. The beautiful part about life is we are constantly expanding and contracting, expanding and contracting. So in my last episode, I talked about boundaries because it has been coming up so, so, so much. And I'm a manifesting generator. And when I have noticed that there is a lot of the people in my life, if there's a lot of similarities in the things that are coming up for them, especially my clients, and then there's also some similarities that are coming up in my own personal life, I become very motivated and inspired to talk about these things because it is my job as a manifesting generator to respond to what life is bringing me. So it is very fluid and flowy when I start to recognize the same patterns and the similar themes that are coming up. And one of these themes that is coming up right now that I want to talk about, that I feel inspired and that I'm able to pour out for you is this difference between awareness and action. So before we fully get into it, the reason why this is important for you, again, related to this contraction and expansion that we naturally go through in life. The reason why it's important for you is because as we change and as we evolve, as we become more self-aware of our patterns, of our tendencies, of who we are as a person, we have the choice to do something about this or we have the choice to not do anything about this. You heard me correctly. You have the choice to do something about it And if you don't do something about it, you're choosing to stay in what you're already in. Now, if you're someone who resonates with having a lot of self-awareness, being able to recognize, oh yeah, I have this pattern, I have this belief about myself, but you're still in this place, you're still in the same thoughts, the same self-sabotaging tendencies, the same limiting beliefs, and you are not breaking free of these patterns and you're not seeing the real growth that you want, then you are choosing to stay stuck in your awareness. You are not choosing action. And this is something that I see a lot. It's also something that I've been in. 
There are moments when we know exactly how we're getting in our own way. We know that we are staying stuck. We know that we are stagnating and we are still choosing to not take action. I wrote a beautiful caption. Well, I just wrote free-flowing, a beautiful piece back in the beginning of September. And I shared it last night as a caption. And I'm going to read it for you because this is powerful when we can really sit down and say, you know what? Actually, I am getting in my own way. I'm the reason why there hasn't been this change. I'm the reason why I'm still in this contraction phase. And The contraction phase is actually beautiful. It gives us an opportunity to slow down, to really go deep into ourselves, and it serves a purpose. All of the phases serve a purpose. However, the amount of time that we spend in the contraction phase is determined by us. And you're like, you may be like, well, Meg, what the fuck is a contraction phase? What does that mean? So I'm going to break it down and make it a little more simple and digestible for you. This contraction phase might look like struggling to get out of bed, not doing a morning routine, not practicing yoga, not working out, whatever form of physical activity you enjoy most, not choosing empowering thoughts, not choosing empowering beliefs, not creating the things that you want to create, being incredibly exhausted at the end of the day, Choosing to engage in self-sabotaging behaviors, i.e. ordering Uber Eats, ordering fast food, wasting money on takeout when you have a full fridge. This might look like smoking marijuana and sitting on your couch all night. It might look like going out on the weekends and drinking a little bit too much having a Sunday where you're in bed all day and you're watching Netflix. These are some of the patterns and the habits that might come forward in a contraction phase. It might look like engaging in connection or relation with somebody who you know is toxic for you, aka reaching out to your ex when you know that they are not for you. It might look like struggling to do your side job, your side gig, whether that's being a yoga teacher, whether that's a healer, whether that's um, something creative, a painter, a designer, jewelry maker, and you know that you love doing that and you do it on the side as a hobby or as passive income and you're, you're not in the space of taking action and doing it right now. These are some examples of what it looks like to be in the contraction phase. And there's a, there's a list of things. It's, it's completely subjective to your own experience and what your own patterns are, the ways in which you stop taking action and stop doing the things that you know that are helpful for you and beneficial for you, the things that make you feel good, the things that make you feel like yourself. And now I know this phase really, really well. I know the contraction experience very well because I was just in it. I was just in the cocooning, the goop, the hide away in my apartment, not do anything, self-sabotage, choosing disempowering thoughts. I was in that phase. And now there was a little bit of embarrassment and shame to admit that and to 
be where I'm at in life and to know who I am, to know the power that I hold, to know the value, the type of woman that I am, and then to still go into that contraction phase. There was a bit of embarrassment for sure. However, I acknowledged it. I accepted it. I allowed myself to go into it because I knew that it was necessary. And so coming back to my first point, the contraction phase is necessary and it serves a purpose. However, you determine how long you stay in your contraction phase. So I went into my contraction phase shortly after my first retreat that was in July. I went into this phase of choosing self-limiting thoughts, not doing my side hobby, not doing yoga teaching. (laughs) Sorry, that wasn't great English. But I was in this place of feeling like I didn't have a choice. And this is a beautiful way to even just summarize the contraction phase. I felt as though I didn't really have a choice. I was just living as though somebody else was deciding what was happening. I wasn't in an empowered state where I was choosing empowered thoughts and beliefs about myself. Now I was still in my routine. I was still getting up and meditating, journaling, going out to yoga every day, going for some form of physical activity. However, every day when I would come back, I would cook myself breakfast. I was in my routine, as I said, but then I would hit this wall. I would hit this capacity where I would get overwhelmed. I would wonder what the hell I'm doing. And then I would be flooded with anxiety and I would have to spend the entire afternoon tending to my anxiety and managing that part of myself. So as I said, it served a purpose because there were lessons that I had to learn specifically about relationships. These were lessons that were coming forward that needed to be healed once again, one final last time, because this has been a big part of my journey over the last year. Now we're not going to get into that, However, I wanted to share because this is a space of vulnerability, responsibility, and raw, real shit. So I'm telling you exactly what it was that I went through so that you can understand me deeper and so that you can see the real life example of what it looks like. Enough was enough. I made peace with the contraction phase. I surrendered to it. I accepted it wholeheartedly. And the moment that I did that was the moment that I realized I actually had a choice. And so my contraction phase slowly ended about a month ago. It was about the beginning of September. It was like, okay, enough is enough. It's a new month. It's time to get back out there. And I started to feel my power come back. I started to feel like myself once again. I started to set my boundaries and say no to the things that I knew I was sabotaging with. The minute that I declared that I was going to take action is when everything changed. And so I wrote this piece back at the beginning of September. There's a difference between awareness and action. Awareness of your patterns, awareness of who you are in your self-sabotaging tendencies, your self-limiting beliefs, awareness of that is freedom. However, freedom is your choice. Just because you have awareness of who you are or your patterns doesn't equal complete freedom. Freedom comes from the action. 
Freedom comes from your choice to take action and do something different. So when you become aware of your actions, your beliefs, your self-limiting thoughts, you give yourself a sense of freedom, but only if you choose it. If you do not choose to take action, you will continue to fall victim to your programming, to your self-limiting beliefs, your self-limiting thoughts. If you do not choose to take action and show up differently, your awareness is just awareness. If you do not choose to do something about the way you are operating, the way you are showing up, your awareness is just awareness. Again, it's that quote, if nothing changes, nothing changes. If you do not step into action to do something about it, you will continue to stay where you are. And now this might sound harsh. I might be coming off as harsh, but I'm also coming off as real because this is my truth and I know this to be my own experience. I posted today on my story, this does not dismiss real trauma and real pain. This does not dismiss the fact that you might be in a place where you can't see forward. You can't see past today because you are in an experience of trauma. You, your nervous system might be in hyper or hypo arousal. You might not be in a space where change in action is possible because you need to be in this space in order to regulate yourself. So this is the other component. This is more of the science. You need to be in a regulated nervous system in order to change. So that is your priority. Your awareness is beautiful. Knowing why you're doing something, seeing yourself do it is beautiful. If you are not regulated in your nervous system, if you do not feel safe in your body, in your home, you are going to have a harder time moving forward and taking action. And that is okay. I had someone respond to my story today saying, if this was something that I read a couple years ago, I would have been triggered as shit because I was in a victim mindset back then. I would have been triggered if I saw that too a couple years ago. Maybe not very triggered because I was in a space of recognizing, okay, yeah, you know what? Like I am in control. But the point is, if you are in this space of viewing all the things that have happened to you as punishment, if you think that the way that your life is going is because you're being punished, if you think that you don't have any sense of control or creation of your experience in life, then yes, you are going to view what I'm saying as very triggering. And that's okay. 
When we're in a place of victim mindset, thinking that the world is out to get us, thinking that people are evil and that people are trying to hurt us and that nothing is safe, we need to tend to that and we need to be with that. Awareness is a beautiful thing to have. If there is no action, it doesn't do you much justice. You stay out of integrity with your highest self, with the version of you that you desire to be. You stay out of integrity with that version if you don't do something with your awareness. Because you are the only person that is in your own way. You're the only person that is stopping yourself from reaching the things that you desire to have. When we become aware of the patterns, the ways that we sabotage, we have a choice. We can choose to continue to engage or we can choose to step into our highest self, our next level self, our empowered self, our true essence, whatever you want to call it. You have the choice to make. And here's the thing, you do have a choice. This experience that you are having that we call life is a co-creation. You are in charge of deciding what thoughts you choose to believe. What thoughts you give energy to. What beliefs you try to validate the beliefs that you try to find evidence for you are in charge of all of that and you do it from a subconscious level the way you recognize this the way that you take charge is by lifting the veil of your consciousness aka becoming more aware and implementing action. So say you have a belief that you are not good enough for a partner. Your brain is programmed and the system that operates in your brain called the reticular activating system is designed to seek and scan the environment to find evidence to confirm your beliefs about yourself. So if you have a belief that you are not good enough for a partner who treats you well, the bare minimum, if you have a belief that a man is not going to treat you well, your RAS in the brain, your brain is going to scan your environment for proof, for evidence to confirm this belief. One of my inspirations, one of my future coaches that I'm going to hire, something that she talks a lot about is the beliefs around men being trash. She talks a lot about how this belief, if you hold this, if you believe this to be true, 
then your brain is going to find evidence to confirm it. So this is kind of a topic for another time and I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. However, you are in charge of what beliefs you give energy to. You are in charge of what thoughts you choose to hold on to. If you're going to continue to believe that you are not good enough for somebody to treat you well in a relationship, you are going to subconsciously manifest a partner who does not treat you well in relationship. Our thoughts, beliefs, and feelings are incredibly powerful. And when you can recognize that, this is when you start to take your power back. And again, coming back to the victim mindset, if this feels triggering and if this feels like, oh my God, that's not like, what do you mean I'm in control? Are you saying that I've asked for men to treat me like shit? No, there is an extent. There's a line that is not to say that you deserve to be treated like shit. That is not to say that you deserve to be abused at all. There's a difference between deserving poor treatment versus unconsciously manifesting what you think you deserve. So of course, nobody deserves to be treated poorly. Nobody deserves abuse. Nobody deserves neglect, abandonment, anything like that. But if we are holding a belief about ourselves that we don't even deserve the bare minimum, and our brain is hardwired to scan the environment for that, that is what we are going to seek. And so this is the deep inner subconscious work that we need to do. We need to see these beliefs that we hold about ourselves. We need to be willing to work with them. We need to be willing to take responsibility and to do something different about it. Because again, you can be aware of that belief and know and say, yeah, you know what? I've been attracting the same partner or the same boyfriends or girlfriends my entire life, even friendships. Yeah, I've been attracting the same types of friends my entire life, the ones that don't make me feel good about myself. We have an opportunity to take responsibility for how we think about ourselves. Do you believe that you are worthy of having incredible relationships in your life? Or do you think that you have to settle and have the bare minimum? This is something to ask yourself. Tying this back into our contraction and expansion phase. I haven't actually spoken on the expansion phase yet. As I'm sure you can guess, it is the opposite of this contraction. It is the opposite of self-sabotaging behaviors. It is the opposite of disempowered beliefs about self. It is coming into your control over what you choose to believe. It is coming into action. It is coming into this empowerment where we feel open. We know that we can make a change. We know that we have a choice in in this matter. We know that we can do something about it and we start taking action. So if we can recognize, okay, yeah, I've been holding on to this belief and I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to go into this and I'm going to 
rewire this belief, whether that's through breath work, meditation, tapping, therapy, somatic work, anything. Choose your choice, (laughs) whatever it is that you want. However you want to work on this belief, the fact is, is that you have a choice and you can take action and you can choose something different. This is this expansion place where you are feeling in control of what goes on inside of you. Because realistically, we don't have a lot of control when it comes to external forces and external factors. What we do have control over is ourselves, what we choose to believe, what we choose to consume, the foods that we put into our body, the thoughts that we want to believe. Did I just say that? I don't remember. What we have control over is our own internal being, our own internal landscape. We cannot control how other people respond, how other people react, how other people treat us. What we can control is how we choose to respond, what we choose to do with it, and what we choose to believe. So this is this beautiful place of expansion because we feel in our power, because we recognize that we have a choice. We recognize that we are not helpless. We recognize that we can do something about it. This is this beautiful idea of contraction and expansion. And we go through waves We go through cycles, just like our breath, in and out and in and out. It's a natural occurrence. This reminds me of something that I want to share that is going to resonate and help anchor this in is a quote from Marianne Williamson from her book, A Return to Love. She wrote, But if you take a close look at how our parents treated us, whatever abuse they gave us was often mild compared to the way we abuse ourselves today. It's true that your mother might have said, you'll never be able to do that, dear. But now you say to yourself, you're a jerk. You never do it right. You blew it. I hate you. They might have been mean, but we're vicious. When I read this quote, it woke something up within me. This is all coming back to our childhood traumas. You might be like, well, Meg, how is this related to action, awareness, contraction, expansion? And it is because we're talking about the beliefs that we hold about ourselves. So the reason that I share this quote with you right now is because this is the deeper part of the work. This is where we take a look at what are the things that I believe about myself? Where did they come from in childhood? And how have I been spending my entire life searching for evidence to confirm this belief? And again, this is not in a place of shaming ourselves and getting mad at ourselves for holding certain beliefs and for searching our environments and for evidence and proof to validate this belief. This is not 
meant to get mad at ourselves. This is not meant for us to hold shame and guilt and be like, oh, you know what? I've been holding on to this belief for so, so, so long. No, this is not why we're bringing this forward. This is not why we're having this conversation. Well, I'm having a conversation with a microphone, but you know what I mean? This is an opportunity to have self-compassion and to recognize that this is just the way that our brains are hardwired. This is just the ways that our brain operates. The thoughts that we choose to believe as truth are then magnified because our brain is designed for survival. Our brain is meant to go out there and find the evidence and find the proof to validate what it is we believe about ourselves. This, is, this episode is not meant for us to be mad at ourselves and say, oh shit, I've been doing this like, I've been doing this to myself. There is a component of responsibility, absolutely. Radical responsibility. It's something that I love dearly. But we also need to have compassion and know that this is just the way that our brains work. When we can recognize that, we take our power back. We get to decide what beliefs we want our brain to go and find evidence for. You get to choose what thoughts and what beliefs you want your subconscious mind to confirm and validate. You get to choose what beliefs you want to have. And so if you are finding yourself in the same loop, in the same circle, in the same story, not moving forward, if you are finding that you are in this contraction phase, this space of goop and mess and confusion and non-action and stagnation, you have an opportunity to change. By having awareness, you have one step closer. You are one step further into freedom. You get your freedom with action. You have to choose to do something with your self-awareness, with the awareness that you hold about your, your patterns, the ways in which you've been showing up. That is all from me today. That is all I have to say on this topic. Without going off on a tangent about something else that's unrelated, this is what I will cap it at. I love you. I support you. And if this is something that resonates with you or is hitting home or even feels triggering for you, reach out to me. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. If you are looking for mentorship and support in changing your beliefs, in changing your life, so that you can step into this expansive and empowered state of being, we can have a conversation if you are ready to take that next step. I'm sending you all of my love from Mexico. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. And stay tuned for more juicy, potent episodes on all things relationships, manifestation, sobriety, self-worth, spirituality, and trauma healing. I love you and I will talk to you soon. Bye.